Well, you guys asked me what I like, if I like beer or wine, and I was like, cider's kind of like beer. Yeah, yeah. This is slowly becoming an Angry Orchard commercial. <laughs> right, so yeah, so Angry Orchard for your angry dad. <laughs> you're not you when you're angry. Drink, <laughs> Do you an, need some drink angry an orchard. orchard. Drink an Angry Orchard. <laughs> if my dad pounds these, he won't pound me. <laughs> need some of that, that funny juice. Funny juice. The loose juice. Angry Orchard, the lip loosener. <laughs> Is your wife not doing her fair share of the bedroom uh, stuff? L- give her an angry orchard. <laughs> an angry orchard. <laughs> That'll loosen those lips. Hi. Hi, I'm Haley. I'm, I almost said I'm Zach. Hi, I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Zach. Sorry, we've had too, too many angry, <laughs> angry orchards, orchards. And our lips are a little loose. So loose, in fact, you'll think you're Zach. <laughs> That's an angry orchard guarantee. Uh, how about we start the show? Okay, let's All start right. the show. Hey, I'm Ailey. And I'm Discount Chris Evans. <laughs> and, and we're, we're not, not together. together. <laughs> I think it. I'm Discount Chelsea Peretti. That's really good. <laughs> oh my God, start, that's really go. good. Yeah, let's hear. There we go. Hi, I'm Discount Chris Evans. <laughs> and I'm Discount Chelsea Peretti. And we're, we're not, not together. together. They would make a cute couple. <sighs> Well, you're, would be cute. You are pretty. You don't get to talk yet. <laughs> we oh, sorry. I just thought I could just intro. jump in. Do nope. your intro. Nope. I'll shut up. We'll intro you real quick. Right, like, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. But you know what's funny is people say I look like her a lot, and then everyone always prefaces it by saying, but a prettier version. Wait a I'm minute. Like, she's she's anybody gorgeous. Can. No, she is gorgeous. I have a hella crush on yeah. Chelsea yeah. Peretti. We could start. Should we do it one more time? We can try. All right, great. <laughs> and I'm going to shut up. Okay. No, you're good. All right. Hi, I'm Dollar Store Tom Cruise. And I'm Bargain Bin Chelsea Peretti. <laughs> and we're not together. Uh, and we're not good, together. we're changing it up a bit. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, oh, man. But for real, I am Haley. Oh, I am Zach. Yeah, and we're just in case. Not a, just in case is your first just in episode. Case. Yeah, if you're jumping in and you're like, this is garbage. <laughs> Who is this? I signed up for Chelsea Peretti and, and Chris Evans yeah. and neither of them. Cruise. Or Tom Cruise, maybe. And maybe. neither of them are showing up. Yeah. Um, Man, oh man! Uh, oh, <laughs> this is funny. So last episode, uh, we <laughs> uh, we kind of chatted about how it's it's hard to talk about some because you know we we are pretty sex positive, but sometimes now because we're both dating people, that's sometimes hard to talk about our sexual kind of experiences, right? Because um, we don't want to kind of put our we've agreed to put our own business out there. Right. We but don't want our partners throw them under the sexy bus. <laughs> um, but. Uh, the speed humps. <laughs> mm. Oh, I just hit a bump. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it's you get you can really feel that when you sit in the back of the, <laughs> the sex bus. Um, uh, oh, but then Brant listened to that today and he was laughing. He was just like, "You can say you can say whatever you want." So great. Oh, excellent! You got a big storm Did coming. Did you record that? <laughs> oh, ooh, no, but I, get I'm, it gonna, in writing. I'm gonna get the receipts. Oh, he yeah. texted it, so I'll just screenshot. Oh, good, you got the All receipts. Right. And oh, does it count if we're saying it? No, we're going to have to get him on the show and him to just say it. Um, That's true. Or he can. Oh, uh, Brent, if you want to email us at nottogetherpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com, um, you can just send that in. Maybe a soundbite or a, a video or a, maybe a, a photo of you holding a thing that says, I consent to whatever happened. <laughs> uh, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, big fan of the show. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of fans of the show, we got a really lovely listener email we today. We did. It was, was very so sweet. sweet. It's from a listener named Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he just told us how much he liked our podcast. It was yeah. so nice. Like we love getting that kind of stuff from you guys. It's and, very uh, cool. Again, like, yeah, even just being a little part of your day is like so humbling and it's cool. so cool. Yeah. So, just popping us on during your commute or in the shower or. Uh, oh, if wh- you're listening in the shower right now. Oh. Mm, Welcome to the a podcast within the podcast. Um, <laughs> the Suds Hour. The Suds Hour. Oh, hour? that's nice. We don't have an hour. The We're suds. humming while you're scrubbing. <laughs> um, oh, don't forget behind your ears. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so how was your day, Zach? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was good. Uh, got full consent to talk about all my sexy times on the show, which is nice. Probably still won't. Uh, maybe some <laughs> a little bit, but um, yeah, it, it was been very chill, super chill, easy day. We're kind of wrapping up production on this season, so and kind of waiting till the next one starts. So we're kind of in between, uh, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, season not of this show, but of the show that we the, the MTV ridiculousness that we both work. Yes, that's what I mean. This show is still going strong. We're never gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> We are immortal. Yeah. Hi, I'm Zach. Fuck, I keep saying I'm Zach. I'm Haley. I'm Zach. And we're, we're immortal. immortal. Okay. Uh, how was your day? Um, it was good. Yeah, I've had a great, you know, week. Uh, missed you guys. I feel like we haven't done this, even though we did just do it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we've just been doing a lot of comedy stuff. We just did a show. Yeah. At my house, that was like really fun. It was very fun. Hosted um, by none other than than my know, girlfriend Stephanie, funny, Wayne. Stephanie Wayne. Um, check out that's so gay comedy on yeah. Instagram. Um, yeah, so we've done a couple of these and, um, not long ago we were doing one with another friend of ours who happens to be a friend of ours who's on the show today and that is... Comedian? No, you can talk. Oh. <laughs> your oh, yeah, discount. Me... <laughs> <laughs> who are you a discount of? Eminem. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man. But actually it's our, it's our good friend, uh, comedian Robin Blake. Yeah. Hello. How's it going? Things are good. Thanks for bearing with us while we fucking jerked each other off introing this mm-hmm. show i enjoyed every minute of it oh great. thank you you guys are good <laughs> are you guys are you sure you're not together <laughs> never who's say to never. say we i was just joking that like together I, in friendship both <laughs> yeah. of so it's it's interesting because brant doesn't necessarily want kids i also don't know if i want kids but mm. we were just you know obviously that conversation comes up right Haley doesn't want kids steph wants kids and so i was like we could between the four of us I'm on we the could fence. figure something out. Ooh, but between ooh. the four of us, we all you were saying stuff. we could switch we could switch, swap stuff. We could swap that's stuff. My, that's like my dream. Yeah. Right? Swapping stuff. I give you some stuff, you give me some stuff. Then we put the two baby we took the put the two fertilized eggs under two cups, like street Please, plate style. Call them stuffs. Use the medical term. Oh, put the stuffs <laughs> under cups and then swap them around and then you pick one. Scout picks. Scout picks. Oh yeah. great. And then yes, that's, the scout yeah. has to be involved yeah. in this. There you go. Too. Exactly. Definitely. And then you just, you get one. You, you know, get one. Scout's choice. Yeah, Scout's okay. choice. And I then love it. the baby yeah. comes out. And then you could probably tell whose stuff's gotten what but other stuff. But it's got stuffs. one of your stuff. Yeah, so it's got one of our stuff. That's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm yeah. going to pitch this to Stephanie. We'll both have two adorable children. Well, stuff swap. Stuff swap. Hey, between the four of us, we've all got great genes. We've all got great Only genes. Only one of us has epilepsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And like the chances... You know, mm. of getting that stuff is one in four. Yeah. And even less. You know even I mean? less. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> win, 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 win. <laughs> one of these poor babies is just going to come out like <laughs> convulsing. <laughs> they will know oh. whose stuff. <laughs> I know who that's We stuff. know whose stuff this that's was. Fun. Yeah. 
it makes it uh, makes it more of a game. It's fun, uh, and we do love games here. We love games. We'll get uh, to that later. So, uh, Robin, what um what pronouns are you using today? Today, I'm using she/her with you guys. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I'm actually I do this thing where I use he/him with people who don't know what my anatomy is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Like if I'm if I'm meeting people for the fr- you know what it is, I'll let people I'll let other people strangers decide what my pronouns are, but my friends can call me she her. Oh, okay, I see. That's kind of like it's just been a natural thing for me. So you're just like whatever your gut reaction says, that's mm-hmm. correct to you, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, only because um, I don't know if you guys ever listened to Rhea Butcher talk about her experiences with getting misgendered. No, she's a comedian. Uh, a gay comedian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. gay female comedian who identifies as cis female, uses she, her pronouns. Right. She tried using they, them for a little bit because people were getting like upset for her, which is something that happens a lot of times if you're a butch lesbian, oh, yeah. is that people get upset because you're being misgendered. And mm-hmm. you're just kind of like, how do we keep everything chill? Like she has some really good jokes about it. She has a great sense of humor about being misgendered because it's such a common thing for her. It's been her whole life. She's always been kind of androgynous, I guess, which has also been my experience as a cis female when I was identifying as a cis female. Uh, but then it's like people st- kept arguing like, okay, you have to get their pronouns right. They are they them. Mm-hmm. And like, I am not interested in being the subject of someone's converse, um, argument. Sure. Right. So I've learned that, okay, I identify now as bi-gender because I pass as male and I have no, co- I have no problems with being male. Mm-hmm. So I just identify as both she and he and it's also one of those things I'm trying out because I am just naturally gender fluid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it is I'm bi-gender, which falls under the non-binary spectrum. So if you call me non-binary, if you call me they, them, you're every pretty much I've made it so that it's impossible to misgender me. <laughs> Everyone's correct. <laughs> yeah. Unless someone's like, you're a squid, right? <laughs> you're you're all of the above. What I, the yeah. most fun thing I ever have is when a man, set, like a cis man, cis straight man who doesn't Who's who's removed from the queer community mm. either because he's homophobic, transphobic, or just is just not cultured. Because mm-hmm. sometimes these people are well-meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, the so fun- limited life experience, or, right? Yeah. Like I don't judge everybody, but sometimes I've had people say like, "Okay, wait, you're a girl," and what they mean is you have a vagina. Uh-huh. So you use the women's room. <laughs> you're a lesbian. What's that? Right? Yeah. And I just say, yeah. You know, sure, but I also identify this way. But it's like they read me as male. Mm-hmm. And when they find out that I'm okay with being identified as female and I have what they associate with female mm-hmm. anatomy wise, they, it like, I think it kind of like reverses everything they assume about the queer community or the gender queer community because oh. it, it shows them that like there's flexibility for everybody. Like you're not going to pounce on them. Yeah. yeah. And also like also no non-binary person owes you androgyny. That's so if so true. you're yeah, non-binary absolutely. and you look like a man, oh, well, if yeah. people have a problem with it, that's their problem. Yeah. So it's like I don't owe people an explanation for like because one time I was having a conversation and somehow I just said the words like I'm a lesbian because <laughs> somebody was asking about something. Somebody was hitting. I don't know what the conversation, why it led there. But the, this guy was like, no, you're not. And I'm like, well, I am. I'm a lesbian. And he's like, well, but you're a man. So how can you be a lesbian? And I'm like, very astute observation, but you're assuming I'm a man. Right. Yeah. And then I just had this 
revelation that like I don't want to have that conversation over and over again. Right. So if people think I'm a boring ass white straight man, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Okay, I guess. Like it doesn't really hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like even in this world it's like people like there's people who like are like I only understand cis people and that's it. But then mm. there's also people who are like okay, I get being trans, right? It's like you were born one gender and you are completely the other and it's two separate things. Like you were right. 100% woman, now you are 100% man or vice versa. Right, like that's almost easier. That's easier, easier for people to, to understand. Because even that is still somewhat in a, in a binary. It, it is. It's still boy or girl. Oh, it is 100%. In fact, if there's actually a whole chart now yeah. for in, under gender studies where you look at it as two umbrellas. There's the... Um, there's the the transgender umbrella. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. There's the binary, and then there's a the non-binary. Mm-hmm. So in the non-binary, there's all those in-between um, gender identities. But on the binary section, there's both trans and cis. Got it. It's really Got you. it's so easy because yeah. it's like because yeah, I think that that's one of the thing the biggest broad like the widest misconception is that if you're trans male or trans female, that you're not binary. When right, like you guys just said, uh-huh. you are still. It's right. just that you underwent a transition to let everyone know what you really are. Right. People have a hard time understanding any kind of gradients. Like in the same vein where it's like any heterosexual people who are like, oh, I get it. Lesbian. You're a woman who likes women. Mm-hmm. Got it. Or gay. You're a man who likes men. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's when you get into like bisexuality or pansexual yeah, or demisexual that people are like, what 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 yeah. i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it yeah you know? that's really... especially when you introduce gender into that equation mm-hmm. then they're like what 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 you know and it's just those binaries are just so easy for people to understand and which just safe, i, I just can safe kind little of boxes. get just it is a safe little box i kind of get like but it's also you just got to be open yeah. to like learning shit yeah. you know yeah i think if you make a mistake and you misgender someone or like you you ask you know you think you assume that just because someone's trans they are non-binary or that they're not also non-binary like i think it's okay to make that mistake but as long as afterwards you learn then you're like oh i just didn't know just Just be respectful yeah and it's like i've you can misgender anybody cis people get misgendered too yeah Mm -hmm. and if you and if it does it can happen even with like you're just too tired and you've had a long shift so you're calling everybody sir now. Like yeah. you just forget. Like yeah. you're, you're looking at a person who's very cis, very like wearing women's clothes, like very binary female. And you just say, and you're just like, what can I do for you, sir? Because you've just been saying it all day. Yeah. It's just automatic. Yeah. Oh, like when, uh, yeah, like if, if somebody, a waiter like puts down your food or something and like enjoy your food and you go, oh, you too. Fuck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you too. It's just your brain is on this like automatic response mode. Yeah. yeah I was one time I had a very long day uh, working. Like I was think I was in high school and I was like a busser at like a at a like a pretty big restaurant. And I was the only one for whatever reason. Could everybody all the other bussers and, and servers or, or not uh, runners had like taken off. And I was just like setting down some stuff and on the way out. And w- somebody said something like. I think they said like thank you and I think I said good boy on accident. I <laughs> <laughs> and then just kept running and then I I, I I just I just walked right out of there and went right home. <laughs> and you just quit that <laughs> I day. just quit. Sometimes I tell customers at Starbucks that they're doing great. Like yeah. you're doing great, you're doing a great job. That's yeah. It's like they're they're, they're just like, ordering Thanks? drinks. It's nice to hear that. But I usually say that when they like 
when they stress out about not getting the order right mm. that they're delivering. I'm like, I know what you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah. You don't gotta know what venti means. I get it. Oh my god, the Starbucks I know what a employees. Large drink the Starbucks is. employees are like, do you mean venti? Like they instruct us now in our I've training heard not to do that because you yeah. know because you know because it sounds pretentious. It's pretentious, it and obviously you know what medium means. And also, yeah. some of us know a little bit of Spanish, and grande yeah. means a big. Okay, right? it does not mean medium. That's yeah. masamenos. They yeah. all mean. They all mean big. Tall means big. Okay, they yeah. all mean big. And tall sounds huge. Yeah. That yeah. like a big ass a drink. Tall? Yeah. Shit. That's a tall drink of water. And you get the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's crazy because they say like there there's not even any consistency. It's not like they're all in Italian or Spanish. <laughs> Welcome it's to like, the Starbucks hey. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> one's tall. So one's tall. Okay, yeah. so you're you're thinking <laughs> This one's going to be very long. It's going to be a long boy, right? <laughs> and then you hear venti and you're like, 20? 20? I guess it's I guess 20 this ounces. One's, I guess this one's yeah. about ounces. Okay. Maybe need, the next one's going to be what they need, trente dos or they, shit. What they no, need, it's grande. Yeah, what the fuck? What they need, we do have a trente cup now. Oh. And people always say trente. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> what, you guys, what you guys need are things that I can understand, uh, like small, uh, long boy, and, and chonk. Chunk. And that's it. I these get are, that. I understand that. These are new. I know small. small. I didn't know long boy. I didn't know long trunk. Boy. <laughs> long boy refers to like a dachshund. Sure. Often. Or, or any long any thing. Any long boy. A squid could be a long boy. A squid could be a long boy. Uh, it's a leggy boy. <laughs> a leggy boy. Certainly an inky boy. Oh. Um, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, do you find if people accidentally uh, misgender or something, do, do they ever like overcompensate on a, like afterwards? Yeah, it was really funny. It happened recently. <laughs> to watch people like backtrack and yeah. like do, do gymnastics to fix Let's it. Let's see. I've had backtracking. I had a guy call me bro, brother, some variation of it so many times. And I think it was more like because he thought I was a gay man. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to let me know like, I'm no cool. homo, bro, but bro. without saying no oh homo. Oh my god, that's the funniest. I Oh, when people do that, it's so annoying. This is my favorite example of this happening because it was the funniest. I had a roast battle coming up, mm-hmm. and I was getting ready, and I couldn't schedule with this guy that I was battling. And he's one of those guys, he's been battling for a while, and he kind of had a persona. His name is uh, Lou Missiano, and... Um, he, I think he was nervous to battle because what happened is he came up to me and he's like trying to be like all slick. He's like, Hey, Robin, like I know you from Facebook. And I was like, Hey, Lou, I know you from Facebook. And he's like, You know what? Can never tell if you were a boy or a girl. Still can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, That's funny. And then he kept trying to like say little things. And I was like, Oh, so you want to roast battle, don't you? Because I've been waiting for an opportunity to roast battle this guy. Because yeah. mainly because I want to like jack his style. I love his suits. He just always looks nice on stage. And he looks, he kind of looks like a lesbian too. Like he's very pretty. <laughs> he just has a beard and that kind of like, you know, covers that up. But, uh, <laughs> but he goes and he goes, um, he, ne- he didn't ask me my pronouns. He just, te- he just kept calling me bud, like aggressively. Like, <laughs> Anytime bud. All right, bud. What's up, buddy? Well, how you doing, bud? And I was like, what the fuck? That's like the equivalent of like buckaroo. Like, yeah. am I like, am I chief now? Like, hey, am champ. I that kid? Hey, champ. Hey, what's up, champ? Hey, and I just, sport. But then what's happened ever since I battled him and I did win. And yes. ever since I battled him and it was like one of those flukes. I think that he was just tired. He's really, he's really good battler. But anyway. After that battle, ever since I can't stop calling people Bud. Bud is great. Like, it's like I got bit by a vamp, the a bud. bud vampire. Like I'm just like, <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up, Bud? What's up, pal? I want to, I want to start normalizing pal, pal is good, folks, 
bud because these folks. are gender neutral yeah. terms. True. Bud, I think, is kind of masculine mm-hmm. because it sounds like kind of like bro. Yeah. But in my mind. But I like that he tried because he mm-hmm. felt bad. He's like, I'm so sorry. I kept calling you bud. Like, I don't know what you are, dude. I didn't know if dude was okay yeah. or if girl was okay. Yeah. I, I when I was um I do a lot of stuff with Outfest and uh, when we were like volunteering, they were, you know, telling us like, tr- like cut out the word like guys to me in a group of people mm, um, right. because that can be triggering for some people. Um, and I know it's like a, for me, it's, it's a gut thing. I, that just means anybody. Same. Um, and I always feel weird but, when I say guys by accident. Yeah. I say it to like old women sometimes. Right. Like a group of, hey guys. Right. I'm like, that's weird. Exactly. <laughs> I do too. It's the same. Like I can be in a group of cis women and I'll still say, guys, come on. It's yeah. like just it is like a it's a gut thing. It, it totally is a train like a. But it can be it can, can be potentially fixed. be it can be fixed and it can potentially be triggering for some people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Do you find uh? What do you think about people policing that stuff? I think uh, we don't need it. Yeah. I don't think you need to police, especially if it's not directly affecting you. Right. I gained perspective by exploring my gender identity. Mainly, it wasn't so much that I. I just stopped resisting because it wasn't like one day I was like, I'm a boy. I was just like, well, what if I was? Why would that be the end of the world? And then I was like, oh, shit, this is pretty dope. Like I have different I have different standards. I have different expectations and people talk to me differently. Mm -hmm. And I um, uh, and experiencing the world as a uh, kind of just a non-binary person. I learned, okay, there's a whole separate set of problems and I had no idea until I experienced it firsthand and it's like people focus on the wrong things I think mm. like the problems that a trans male faces is totally different than the problems that a trans female faces in a lot of ways yeah mm. the similar there are overlaps but they're still different and then the problems that a non-binary person faces is different mm-hmm. I feel like non-binary people what they struggle with is a lot of the things that bisexual people suffer Absolutely. Yeah. sure in that it's like Am I queer enough? Am I trans enough? And then probably other people telling you that's not a thing. Mm. Or, yeah. yeah, like pretty much saying you don't exist right. or you shouldn't exist. Or which decide. Is, yeah. And then, but this, but the, I guess the unique thing for bisexual people and for non-binary people is that they're not just getting problems from the cis community, the cis straight community. They're also getting it from the queer exactly. community. Absolutely. This, pretty much they're getting it from the cis queer community in the trans in the like the binary trans community sometimes right although i feel like personally um trans women especially have always been so affirming towards me mm. they like right away i don't know i don't know how it's it's just been a common thread in my experience That's since great. coming out is that trans women have always been like like come here i got you like i'm it was it's it's been really a good experience like they understand what i'm going through sometimes i think trans men don't understand hmm. because yeah. i and i have to watch it because i take a lot of pride in how easily i tr- i pass as as a cis male where i don't have to explain myself and people don't question me and don't interrogate me or clock me is one of the words they say like when you can tell someone's trans by looking at them mm-hmm. and i but i'm also not ready to give up my female identity whereas a lot of trans men have just dropped that that they've moved on there's there's they they knew they always knew who they were and that's where i'm i sometimes get why it feels weird to be in the non-binary because 
sometimes cis like cis cis people don't get it, but then sometimes I notice especially trans males don't get it. I've noticed yeah. on average. Because um I feel like they have to like binary trans people have to jump such a hurdle just to be accepted, right? Whereas non-binary, you can kind of float around sometimes because you can get by being a tomboy mm-hmm. or being, uh, you know, punk rock or whatever. Like you can kind of float until you like start saying, hey, my pronouns are they, them. Now it's like, well, that's too confusing. <laughs> right. That's that's grammatically incorrect. I'm like, we've been it's saying not, this for years. Yeah, You're just not, now making yeah. it a problem. You've just been using it incorrectly. You've been putting she slash he like a weirdo. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think what it it's um they actually talk about I've heard I've heard uh les butch lesbians talk about this that there's just even butch lesbians who identify as cis women struggle with toxic masculinity. Totally. It's a thing. Like uh-huh. I I've experienced That's very true. it. So it's like I think trans men are sometimes both victims and like they're they're the victims of toxic internalized toxic masculinity where it's like am I man enough? Like I went through a, a period where I was like cuz I'm because I'm considering going on hormones and then deciding later what that means in terms of my pronouns and my identity, right? Sure. If I go on hormones, one of my fears was, well, what if I'm a short man? <laughs> <laughs> I can't be a 5'8 man. That's not tall enough. And it's right. ridiculous. But that's right. toxic ma- Abs- masculinity. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this idea of, well, what if my voice, what if I sound too effeminate and then all these guys want to get with me? Ugh. And I'm like, that's homophobia. And that's, right. these are all things that it's like, and in other words, trans men, and a lot of trans women will explain this too, that like when you transition, now you're experiencing all the things that all of your cisgender friends experienced growing up, but now it's as an adult because you're going through the same like deconditioning. And then sometimes, yeah, people, I don't know. I've noticed that also when you do take hormones, it affects how you see the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just have to make sure you're on the right stuff because mm-hmm. if you take, if you don't take blockers for whatever your body's naturally producing, that can throw things off. Um, but yeah, I just noticed that trans men, it's, I feel like they have such a, uh, they have like a, they feel, I think they, they feel like they have a lot to prove in terms of their masculinity. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, add on the pressure of like, of to like in quotes, like pass, like that's gotta be, that's gotta yeah. be hard. I think the idea of, I'm, I've, the idea of passing. The idea of passing is toxic, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because it, cause when they say passing, they're not right. saying, they're saying like, what they're saying is a man, right? I want to pass as a man or I want to pass as a woman. So I have to watch with my language. I say that a lot. Like, oh, I passed today. But it's like, what I'm saying is I passed as cis. Exactly. Yes, yes. Whereas if you just, if we stop um, obsessing over who's trans or who's cis right. and we just look at it as man, woman, mm-hmm. it makes things easier. Yeah, because then we're allowing other people to dictate like, okay, these are the these are the qualifications for what a man or a woman or whatever. Like, right. And it's, yeah. I think you're right. I think that like toxic masculinity plays into so much of the gender spectrum mm-hmm. and the queer spectrum. Like yeah. um, it's the reason why like trans women are murdered all the time mm-hmm. is because of toxic masculinity, you know? Um, and it is the reason you're absolutely right. There's been plenty of butch lesbians who see women as like, who see feminine women as right. like lesser, mm-hmm. you know, and who like, are I gotta be the man. I gotta be the person in charge like this. I've, mm, yeah, I've struggled with <laughs> <laughs> once I've struggled with like having that expectation put on me. Oh yeah. Where, Oh, you like, need to be butch. Yeah, like oh, I need wow. to, like I need to be dominant. Okay, like you need to, and well, 
let's be real. I'm a good dom. Okay. <laughs> are you? Do you? Are I'm, you mostly I'm, dom? Do you switch? Or? I think I'm a switch. Fun. Because I feel like let's be real too. I also have this theory that all doms are also switches because they know how to serve, but they also they. I feel like it takes tremendous empathy to be a dom, so you know why it feels it's, good. It should. So you want to like be ideally, yeah. It should take a lot of empathy to be maybe, a dom. Maybe anyway, I'm a I'm a dom, but I can also. I'm I mean, if that's if that's if all by, I'm by the way, if, dom, if that's the way that you go about being a, uh, like a dom, then yes, you're you're a good dom. You're like a like. Hands right. on for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I also am like so, like I've barely, it's so hard to meet people. Yeah. So oh my it's God, like, yeah. it's so, so I haven't even, like most of my kink exploration was with my ex boyfriend. Mm hmm. And I was for th- we were with- we were together for, th- for three years, and yeah. he's older than me, so he'd already experienced so many things mm-hmm. during. Like he got to be an adult during the '90s, so it's like you know. Oh yeah, he got to have a lot more fun. I think. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So by the time he- we met, like he could introduce me to kink. Right. Sure. Well, we were talking about this. We had um, we've had some friends who are into pony play, and we've did like we've done like two episodes on that. Um, and we noticed we went to an event that they held, and one of the things we noticed is like there's not a whole lot of young people in mm, this. Like interesting. we were, we're like our late twenties ish. Yeah. Like we were some of the youngest. We people were some there. of the youngest people there, if not the youngest. And it's like, oh yeah, because it kind of takes a while for for you to you kind of find like your thing, realize this right. is what you're into, especially mm-hmm. when you get as niche as something like that. Mm-hmm. It's um, a lot of trial and error. Yeah, like if when you're when you're in the the whole. Kink so if you're space, with someone yeah. older. Then they can introduce you to that stuff right away, you know. And he told, and what I found out is that I'm not, like, I'm not into. I don't need to do the whole song and dance. I just like, I, I guess like, I mean, now I've I've learned that it's like I can be dominant in bed, but it's not like, it's not BDSM. Sure. It's just right. that I'm a, I'm okay. Actually, I just had a conversation with a. A person I'm talking to, mm-hmm. where we just established and like, oh yeah, like I'm a, I am a top. I yeah. didn't know that. Like I didn't know I was really a top, and then I found out I was. Like, oh yeah, or that I'm that I like. That's what it was. She told me I like that you're a top. Like mm. I like you on top. And you had never thought of those words. I had only had. Yourself. I had never had anyone. I haven't dated enough women to listen to what they. Like, I don't know. I've, I've actually had a lot of experiences where women don't tell me what they want and I really want to know. Yeah. And I have to ask. And then they're like, I don't know. And it's probably because we really weren't compatible. So they didn't know what they wanted because they didn't have context yet to know what they needed from me because they weren't sure, like, where it was going. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that was just, I don't but know. But you heard I like you on top, top and something, yeah. like, clicked. And I was like, maybe I am a top because I do like to dominate a little bit. It's just that I'm very cautious like I'm always like I like to let the other person tell me what's okay and yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll do it well again we've had like our our friend Ann Hodder on who's a sex and relationship mm-hmm. um, expert and she talks about how like especially for women like women aren't really taught that like pleasure is important mm-hmm. so right. it, it is hard. hard for a lot of times for women to say what they want and like yeah. tell sometimes people. they just don't know yet like they're still yeah. figuring sure. it out and, and that too it's that's part always, of a relationship sometimes yeah and right. that's part of the relationship as well is like is is checking in and then eventually as it goes on you you know the rules you've you created them together and now you can go like ham because you, yeah you went through all those steps like right you're not just going to go to a right to z right i love right. communication yeah yeah oh, it's so sexy communication is hot it's <laughs> yeah. something i'm getting better at mm-hmm. every day I wasn't always good at it, but I'm getting better at it. So 
Nice. Oh, okay, yeah. that's well, good for you. That's yeah. exciting. Have you found out like new things with uh, being with Stephanie? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Look how fashionable she got. That was so <laughs> I can't even talk about this because you know Stephanie too. Yeah. yeah, I can see. I can see your rosy cheeks over that mic. Oh, Steph. I'm hiding. <laughs> You're hiding. Bye. I'm hiding. With the hat and the microphone, <laughs> yeah. I really can't see your face. Just close it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, communication is like definitely That's super. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, man, man, man. Where? How did we get all the way here? Oh, because you're talking about toxic masculinity, and I noticed sure. one time I matched with a person who was like an engineer, and she was like, all her pictures, she looked like a classy lady, and I was all excited. I was like, hey, what's up? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it's on Hinge, which is like known for like the relationship, like, oh, you're gonna get a relationship out of this. Gotcha. And then she just goes, well, your lifestyle sounds a little extreme. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing? What's I on told your her that hinge? I that I am a cam, a part time cam model. Okay, but it's mace. It's it's a it's a it's fetish. So it's really it's like mostly just me flexing. Yeah. Oh. Right. And I and I don't even do it that much right. anymore. I just I like to I like to let girls know that I might do cam once in a while. Sure. Because then they know that I don't know. I don't want to keep that a That's secret. Sure. I feel, it's and I'm really also extreme. proud of it because yeah. it's it's an extra source of income and it's a good extra source of it's income. A side yeah. hustle. It's a great side hustle. It's really fun, really easy. And I mentioned it, and then I also she said something like. Oh, so you've dated men before? And I was like, yeah, like I just came out two years ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then she's like, well, I've never been with a man. And I'm like, okay, cool. all right. Yeah. Uh, um, and I'm like, I'm a former bodybuilder. I've taken steroids. So I have bottom growth, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, you sound like a perfect candidate for what I need, which is I just need to be pounded. And I was like, this is gross. Yeah. This is the same person who said your life still is This too is an extreme. engineer. Oh. And like she had a deg- like she had a degree from like, you know, UC Irvine and like her whole and she's very, you know, she's cute and she seems like like relaxed, chill. I'm like just getting weird signals and I don't think she's right for us. I no, just- <laughs> I don't think so. No. Yeah. And then I just but it just but just that she but she like she just looked at my overlook. She's like, "Well, I don't really like your hair like this." And I'm like, "Why are we talking about my what? hair suddenly?" Yeah, like she wanted to know what my hair looked like before I met her, like almost like she took as a qualifier because she didn't like that I my whole. She's like, "I don't usually like the buzzed look because my whole head was buzzed at the time." And you know, oh, I really quick, yeah, like quick, your. Let me just change my whole personality and everything for you, yeah. right? Especially when she basically said, "I don't want a relationship with you. Yeah, I just right. want you to fuck Get me." out, whatever. which is not hot to me personally. I just no. I, like I don't even need it to go farther than than sex. I can have hookups. I'm all about like I'm very sex positive. Sure, but um, she just took my whole look and just wanted to make. She objectified me. She said, right. "You're a bodybuilder. I need a big, strong." muscle butch mm-hmm. woman to, to dominate me and pound me and whatever and it's like I mean maybe we would have had a good time but just the fact that she called she tried to shame me as a way to say that I'm not good enough to date her right. yeah and as if like I'm supposed to just be made of steel and I have no feelings was that supposed and to be sexy if, almost yeah, I as feel if like you're, she was yeah. like negging you or something yeah. I, I don't, don't know. like it no and you shouldn't <laughs> like no, and yeah, I never don't. do that to women I try like I yeah. am so I had I've had women say the wildest stuff that basically form a negating why like well I've had okay I've had like the worst I've I've it's funny it's like I feel like men are more dichotomous in how they talk to women hmm. like when I used to talk to men on 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 Tinder it was it would be like super chill or kind of like maybe manipulative and like very sweet like laying it on thick or just hyper aggressive and scary right yeah, with yeah. women it's like 
I'm just going to be a total, like it's maybe it's the same. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I have had a lot of women be like, uh, I'm just looking for friends. And I'm like, what do you mean? What is that? That can mean a lot of things. I don't know. Yeah. I I always hated back in my Tinder days. I hated the fact I'm just here for friends. I'm like, Hey, no, you're not. I got enough friends. First of all, let's just be clear on that. This is not where I go for friends. Yeah, exactly. You want more gay friends. Yeah. If you're on Tinder, you're kind of, you're really not there for friends no. there are other ways to make friends that's not i have later become friends as sort of like sure. a, like an accident from grinder <laughs> yeah like yeah Absolutely. afterwards like oh. i have friends that i've met from yeah. tinder but it's not but like that's I not why you went there. there that's not that. why we went we yeah. we matched with each other because we thought yeah we both thought we were each other was attractive right yeah, exactly right and we were considering and we talked and i'm all about i've learned best way to vet here's a pro pro dating tip Ooh. Ooh, welcome to Pro Dating Tips with Robin. With Robin. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tip number 37. Here it is. Uh, make them make a phone call with you at some point. Oh. Hey, e- e- as soon as possible. You can't meet up? Oh, well, here's my phone number. And then they text you. That's the first step. They text you, text back and forth for a little bit. If the conversation's going nowhere, don't bother. But it doesn't hurt if you really like this person for whatever reason. Be like... Hey, you available to talk on the phone? Talk on the phone for like an hour or so. And you really, it's like a date. Yeah. And you wow. find out right away, you're like where it's going because you'll, you'll either have a lot to talk about or you have nothing to talk about. Or it's like you feel a friend vibe or you feel a dating vibe. Mm. And then I've never tried that before. I never thought. And to. you never will. And I never will. <laughs> Ever. Never again. Ever. No. <laughs> but yeah, I see. I, I kind of had that vibe too. Like I was like, I'm not going to talk to someone on the app for a long time. I'm going to talk for a little bit. Be like, okay, this is phone number worthy. Mm-hmm. Talk, mm. exchange a little bit more and then be like date. I feel like people are so uh, averse to talking on the phone. These I days. definitely am. People avoid it. It's hard. Do you it's also hard. get to somebody's house and then text here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Brant depend- will, sometimes. will do, do that instead of like knocking sometimes. <laughs> like, oh, really? It's like, it's like the yeah. extra courtesy nowadays. I get it late, don't, but you Well, don't I've got knock. a key now. So <gasps> going. Whoa, level up. Level up. This is dun, very dun, cute. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Aw, you guys are the cutest. I was every everybody kept asking me like who are you battling? I'm like I'm battling this person Stephanie. I show a picture and they're like oh cute. I'm like yeah she's got a girlfriend and they're so cute they should be like on a CW show like yes they'd be like the perfect TV lesbian couple truly right because we're like very non threatening like Ellen or something you know what I mean like you guys are soft gays (laughs) we're the softest gays like you can you can trust your baby with us you know we'll hold your baby now is they'll they'll let you adopt (laughs) yeah. Oh, no problem. No, you guys will be approved for adoption you, quick. The second you walk in the door. <laughs> yeah, they'll be like throwing babies at us. Um, <laughs> can you talk about roast battles? You, you brought that up a, like, a little yeah. bit earlier. Yeah. How did you get into that? Uh, apparently, it's like, okay, so what I did Oh, is, do you want to just, just describe a roast battle real quick? I forgot, but we, before we, in case anybody doesn't. Yeah, do no, that. you're yeah. totally right. Not yeah. everyone who listens is like, knows, is in LA right. and knows right. this comedy. So yeah, in Los Angeles, at the comedy store, in Hollywood, every Tuesday night they have roast battle, which is a live show where two comedians agree to roast each other, and it's usually three rounds. They can go up to five rounds. Pretty much, if you are like one of the top battlers, you can get that uh, that five round spot, which is like pretty much like the headliner. It's the it, it, it's kind of it's like that's the main event. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they kind of like. It's kind of like wrestling where they'll have undercards and then you get to the main event. Right. Are you a New Japan fan? 
Hmm? Are you a New Japan fan? What's New Japan? Oh, it's oh, a yeah. wrestling thing my buddy's into. It's interesting, yeah. I really am into... I've gotten... Actually, I've... My persona at Roast Battle that I've created is a wrestling persona that I'm It creating. kind of is, yeah. I'm trying to go for a wrestling persona. I mean, I'm a female bodybuilder, at least a former female bodybuilder. And now that I'm like a non-binary comedian, I still got muscle and I still work out and I want to want to use it because I don't really yeah. have any other place to really flaunt it. So I've been getting into more like jumpsuits. I want to look like a superhero every That's time I go awesome. on there. That's yeah. awesome. Because what you find out with Roast Battle really quickly is that when... You have these like limited parameters. You, you your your job is to write three of your best jokes of, that are supposed to diss this person that you're battling that'll still help you win over the audience. Right. And right. um you got to be dynamic cuz otherwise they're going to forget you. Like yeah, I have been to one where they're just like, "Oh, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat." And that that was the whole thing. They just yeah. kept doing that Which joke. Which can be funny if it you're can, really good if you can be very can, creative yeah. with it. You've got to have three if you're going to do three, like, fat jokes, you have to do three, like, of the most incredible. Just as important, magic. if not more so, I found were the comebacks. People's comebacks were yeah. really strong yeah. or extremely weak. Right. Stephanie is so sweet because she's just like, okay, I'm going to write three comebacks for you and three jokes. I'm like, why are you trying to set me up? <laughs> yeah. And then she even asked me, she's like, who's going first, me or you? Right. No, no, she didn't say that. She said, I want to go second. Is that okay? And I was like... She's talking about roast battle. She's asking me if she's I'm like she's setting me up. Yeah. But I'm also like, but maybe she's getting in my head. Like, right. <laughs> but but what I and Damn. I felt bad because I didn't mean to scare her because I was like, hey, you know, some people will take that as you trying to get it in their head if you ask them if you go second. But I mean, at the end of the day, roast battle is supposed to be about fun. It is sometimes a lot like wrestling in that it's not rigged, it's not pre-planned, but you know who you. After a while, if you've done enough battles, people know who you are, and yeah. you become the baby face. Yeah. Or you become the heel. And if the heel wins, it's still super fun if it's a good yeah. battle. Yeah. Um, and for our non-wrestling fans, the heel mm -hmm. is is like the quote-unquote bad guy. He's the villain. Yeah, the villain. They're the villain, and then whoever the, the baby face is is usually the hero. Like, right. I wanted to go in and be the heel with Stephanie, but it was hard. I ended up, ma I felt like I matched her, because she's so sweet, and like, and her delivery was good, and her jo her jokes were real. I really liked her writing. She's what were some of her best writer. jokes? Well, she one of her jokes was almost like a compliment because she said, <laughs> I can really Robin's bi-gender, which means that anytime someone's having sex with her, it's a threesome. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah, yeah. what's up. Uh, we, Haley and I were talking like, I don't know if we could, if either of us could like do that sort of thing. It's just because, because the thing is more so sometimes it gets like nasty. Like yeah. there was one and the person they kept making fun of somebody's failed suicide attempt and for oh, me yeah. i'm like that is that's a line that should well, never Stephanie you know and i always like what, what, like when stephanie and i were going into her battle yeah. we talked about what's that's the line yeah and she, it was funny because <laughs> what she told me i was like i would never say that to anybody right yeah. you want me to lose like of course i wouldn't say that because she just you know she brought up um something very serious that yes some people would tell jokes about sure. that but that's because they got permission. Consent is actually very important at Roast Battle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're supposed to discuss what's off limits. Got In it. my case, there's nothing off limits. Mm -hmm. I don't have a history of um, severe trauma. I, I don't struggle with a lot of like real intense mental health issues right now mm -hmm. in my life. So nothing is, uh, nothing's off limits. You could, I've had people call me slurs, uh, all kinds of things and honestly maybe because of my personality and my persona people don't even really hit the queer the gay 
Yeah. The gay, gay, bi, gender, whatever, trans, whatever thing that hard. They more go, they more go after the fact that I'm like a female, a former female bodybuilder. Okay. Took a lot of roids. <laughs> yeah. Hard to tell what kind of, like, it's hard, like I'm ambiguous gender, like, which is funny. Yeah. Right. Well, and also, like you said, like, I mean, if you get too harsh on someone, you're going to lose, lose the crowd anyway. Like, yeah. That's it. I guess I, yeah, I never, I mean, obviously they're there to be roasted, but I, I, I never thought about how much discussion or planning would happen beforehand. So mm-hmm. I guess that, that makes feel We give each other information. That's good. To work yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can, you can, I, I like meeting up and talking to people. I like, oh, you know, it's a real, watching people stand up helps you so much. Oh, that's, they of t- course. They say so that much makes about sense. You got to read, you got to go back and if they have battles, uh, you got to look at their old, uh, the trend, because every battle they cover, they'll write an article at the comedy store. So they put out an article like covering the battle and they'll have a li- they'll, they'll write out the jokes. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go back and be like, okay, I'm going to battle. Um, so let's say I'm going to battle Stephanie Wayne. I could go back and that's what I did. I went back and I looked at her past two battles and I read her jokes and I was like, okay, this is her style. Boom. This is how she responds to this in the moment. Boom. Yeah. This is what the judges said about her. Because it's like, you know... Everybody says she looks like Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, it's so funny. It's like discount Ellen, discount <laughs> Chelsea, Chelsea Peretti, yeah. both comedians. <laughs> Somebody else said something about uh, Maria Bamford. It's like, yeah, Maria Bamford, if she was like way younger. Uh, yeah. Um, or or just, and not even, but she's just, she's blonde, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. She's blonde like she doesn't look little, any, like somebody yeah. said that there's, that's what it is too. Sometimes if someone just has an essence. That that like even if it's your mannerisms, just grab onto it. Yeah, it's so many so many people have been called Keanu Reeves who don't really look like Keanu Reeves, but they have a Keanu Reeves feel to them. Yeah, vibe. You know, so um, you see what people, what the judges say about her, what the battlers say about her, what she said, what her style is, kind of, and then you use that to inform what you're going to write about them, whoever you're That's battling. Very cool. Gotcha. So I have a lot of friends who do stand up, um, and especially like even cis women I know they're like one of my friends was telling me the other day she was trying to get on this show and the booker said oh no we already have our girl Ew. and how gross is that it's right like gross. I know just to be like oh I ch- we checked our box off of having a woman on the show so we don't want to add gotta have we gotta have f- at least five white guys talk about how much they hate their girlfriend otherwise you know otherwise so is it even a show it's even a show yeah. and then we'll throw in a woman and just one because. girl so do you do you perform like how do you find spaces like that with mostly like cis straight men or do you mostly perform on like queer shows or yeah tell us a little bit about that yeah I was gonna say one of the things that's hard but also really fun opens a lot of opportunities about being non non non-binary or bi-gender in my case specifically is the audience doesn't know or the audience might be split on what they think you are which is, again, very common experience for butch lesbians. So mm-hmm. I'm not thinking that I'm special and unique because, huh, you know, I'm a, I'm, I could be any gender. You never know. Like, okay, yeah. So, so are a lot of, uh, you know, f- you know, white female butches who look like, you know, male Rhea comedians. Butcher, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, and it's so, so that does sometimes make me think, well, man, you know, wouldn't it be easier just to do only queer, queer rooms where, they know exactly what I am. I don't even have to explain it. And then it's like I, just little cues, little um, I'll leave, I'll go into a joke and they already know where I'm going and they'll laugh because they get it. Um, 
there's certain like a lot of people don't know that u-haul is a punchline you know what i mean yeah if you yeah. you know like i like i had a joke where i've been working on it where i just want to be like when is someone gonna u-haul me like when is some <laughs> when is some woman gonna just lock <laughs> me down kill. right away like yeah. I, just, I just need a place to live because rent is expensive out here you know what i mean like um and lesbians immediately like crack up. Oh, like, lesbian know that. gave me that punchline once yeah like she yeah. was like oh why are you not talking about u-hauling because i didn't know about it <laughs> like, <laughs> uh that's the facts so um uh, I know for sure at That's So Gay, that was my audience. Those are my people. Yeah. Right. It was easy. But um, I also did the same material. And maybe one extra joke I didn't get to. No, I did the same material at the belly room in the comedy store, mm-hmm. which is right before Roast Battle because they have a lineup of stand-up comedians. Right, yes. And I did. And I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm number two. Just fucking, I got, I'm gonna have fun, right? Yeah. And I thought, like, they don't know what the fuck I am. I wore tight jeans <laughs> on purpose, and I tucked in a white shirt, and I had like, I just looked, I looked, you know, I went with the Freddie Mercury classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there, I went up there, and I said something about like, most people call me sir, which is a joke I haven't said in a long time. I, I have this joke where I'm like, my name is Robin. Most people call me sir. And that's not supposed to be funny, but some people, um, I think when they can tell that I have a vagina, <laughs> then it's funny, yeah, right? Yeah, And it killed. And it's like, it's a queer joke, kind of, but it's also a cis-hetero-friendly joke. And I just, right. my goal is to normalize queerness for straight people, straight-hetero yeah. people. And they get excited when they see me. Yeah. Because they don't know what I am at all. And it's like a, kind of like an, a reveal because I start off, maybe they think I'm a cis straight man. And then as I go on and they find out, oh, they may be a lesbian. Oh, maybe they're both. Oh, what the hell? I've never mm-hmm. heard of this before. And yeah. that's fun. Like, and it's constant surprise. And like, I am a misdirection because a lot of times people assume one thing stage, yeah. and then I can misdirect them. I mean, if I get really femmed up because I have like a big jawline and I'm flat chested and I'm tall, people think I'm either a drag queen or I'm a trans woman. Right. So that's a whole other angle. And I've learned how to do that respectfully. Like right. when I go on stage and I do roast battle with my wig and I do the wig reveal and I do like, and I have my outfit people a lot of the comments you'll see in the live stream is tranny you'll or you know um uh, why is this guy in drag blah 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 blah. and it's like um what i've learned is like doesn't matter if they're right or wrong the point is i'm up there and i'm being me and if i'm making people laugh i'm showing them that we're funny yeah whatever i am i'm representing my whole community Mm mm-hmm uh, I'm not worried about which box I fall into in a community when I go on stage. So yeah, I love queer spaces because it's almost like you take the weights off your feet mm-hmm. and you just get to be yourself and everyone gets what you're saying and you mm-hmm. can say different jokes. But I see what you're saying too. Like there is almost an advantage to being in front of like a straight cis crowd as well because if you were to say that joke, for example, hi, I'm Robin, most people call me sir, a lot of queer people would just feel empathy. It would yes. just be like, oh, me too. Yeah. Right. Might get a chuckle, though. Yeah, it might yeah. get a little it's like... It's not as funny, though. But, it, but no. it's not as funny. It's not as funny because it's um, it's like, oh, we know. Like, yeah, we know. Like, yeah. it's, it's Welcome either like, to the club. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's either like half of them are like, oh, same. Or or they're like, <laughs> oh, good for you. You did it. Uh, <laughs> you succeeded. Oh. You got it. You, right. You're, you're a fiend. Yeah. You know, like, isn't that... A, like, that's a thing, too. I try not to tell jokes that make people think in the sense that they are trying to 
figure out my joke mm. uh, <laughs> or yeah. like what does that mean I don't want them to be still thinking about that when I get onto my next joke right so right. Uh, when I get booked like everyone asks me to book to get booked on like rain like it doesn't matter like when I say everyone I don't mean I'm getting booked left and right what I mean is when people ask me to do their show mm. there a lot of times they're cis straight men and they are like they're searching for diversity Oh, that's great. Like they, they're like, I need to get your perspective. Nobody has your perspective. Uh, I did a couple of the underwear shows with uh, Isabel Herman. She, she just has always been so affirming and supportive, and she just loves having me on the show. And I'm usually, you know, I'm usually one of like several queer people. It's not always, it's not a queer show, but they usually have pretty good queer representation. That's great. But sometimes I'm the only one, and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that gives me, that's a little more hopeful than I thought the scene was. So that gives, that makes me feel a little better. They're they're looking for it. I mean, some of them are like, you know, when I booked Drag Kings of Comedy, I wanted to be an all women's lineup, but I also wanted, um, yeah, I've, I've, (laughs) on my next time I do Drag Kings of Comedy, I just want it to be uh, mostly like the AFAB gender spectrum just because like there needs to be more opportunities for them. Mm. But um, I'm okay with their being, like I like with Brimshot, which is a gay show, I think oh, yeah. Stephanie was on it. Yeah. Me and Joseph are producing that on, we always, we're like, we're okay with having like a, you know, a, a token male spot. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> token right. cis straight male. Sure. Good. But yeah. Yeah. Trying to, really, I think we're reversing. We're right. trying to reverse that whole th- of the, what your friend experienced, which is like just a token female on a show. Right, right. <laughs> we well, already got our guy. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, exactly. We already got one of those. There he is. <laughs> um, well, now, um, since we were talking about comedy and mm-hmm. roasts, you know, you've done so many roast battles. I think you are- Eight. Eight roast battles. Six wins, two losses. Congrats. Ooh, that's, that's dope. That's great. So you know, you know your roasts. Pretty much. But we've of. got a little game prepared for you. This is so exciting. Okay. And luckily it requires uh, no prep. No Zach prep. knows nothing about this game either. So don't worry. You guys are in the same boat. You guys can work together on this. Great. Oh. Um, ooh, so ooh. I've I've collected <laughs> a list of insults from hundreds of years ago. <laughs> yes. And oh, I want you guys man. to try and figure out like what these insults oh, yes, mean? Yes, 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 yes. Oh, are they yes. William Shakespeare's insults? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're They're like Shakespeare, good. Elizabethan times, those yes. kind of Very things. Good. Just completely just, out of use now. Out of use. I've never heard any of these. Nice. That's why I pick them. They're just archaic. Like they're, they're no longer in, yeah. Exactly. But maybe exciting. we'll bring them back. You know, who knows? Yeah. Oh, this is the be a fun game. challenge. Trying it's such a smart game. Yeah, you ready? Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to do- This is a smart podcast for smart people. I'm going to do this. Hey, hey, Zach. Yes. You know what you are? You're a fuss budget. <laughs> you know what? You got me. Yeah. I'm a fuss budget. A fuss budget. Okay. What do we think? I, I mean, right I'll off. Let the... you, I'll let you go first. Okay. I mean, right. I feel like this is going to, it's, you're putting this right out there because it's, it's, I'm going to think it's one thing, but it's going to be something else. But I'm just going to go what it sounds like. It sounds like maybe I'm a penny pincher. Maybe I'm like somebody mm. who like, who uh, is very particular about, how much uh, money they spend or like, oh, we can't afford that because like, you know, we already spent this on, you know, like no, yeah, no, uh, no uh, dessert. We already got an appetizer. I'm a a fuss budget. Okay. What do you think, Robin? A fuss budget. 
Because that sounds like true. Right. I'm going to try to do a different answer. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm going to try to be, uh, I'm going to try to overthink it. Oh. Please. Um, somebody who <laughs> stresses out like f- a meddling person. A meddling person. Oh, like in getting in other people's business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because they're yeah, fussing yeah. over other people's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A meddling person in other people's finances. Oh. Only okay. I, I, I feel like budget is like sure, a meaningless word in this term, but let's go on. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a nervous, fidgety person. Uh, fuss I don't budget. know why. I just it's pretty much just like a gibberish word. A little jittery guy. Yeah. the word fuss budget just happened to be in there. I don't know. Like maybe, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Budgie? yeah, fuss budget? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, fuss yeah, budget. I told a girl, I told, the, I told this girl the other day that she has me Twitter-pated. That's <laughs> a meaningless, is, a nonsense word, but it, it comes from it like... you? It means like I'm smitten. The next Aww. word is I'm Twitter kind of in love. I love that. Oh, cute. It comes from Winnie the Pooh. Does it? It comes from Winnie some Disney thing. I like that. Um, if you could say these next ones in a Cockney accent, I think that would help okay. both of us. Oh, fast budget. Fast budget. All right. Aww. All right, Robin. <laughs> you sure are cow-handed. <laughs> See, this is, helping. <laughs> this is helping. This sounds like if you're cow-handed, that probably means that you're low class. Oh, I'm oh. thinking you're, you're uh, clumsy. Okay. Clumsy, you're always bumping into Ooh. things cow-handed. That, like, because you just got to... Oh. I think Zach's pretty much Ding. got it. Sorry. Oh. Way One to point. go. The, the answer is awkward, but it says as awkward as a cow trying to grab something, you know, because they have hooves. Right, because I was going to say it's hooves. Yeah. Yeah. So, cow-handed. absolutely. I think yes. Zach's right. Nailed He's it, bro. Cow-handed. 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 All right, Zach. Yeah. You look like death's head upon a mop stick. <laughs> that just death's, sounds literal. Death's head upon a mop stick. Yes. So I'm like, I'm withering away. I'm super skinny. I'm I'm like emaciated. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to try to be like really precise. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you look like you got, like you're sick. You look like you got the plague. You both, yeah, Zach, nails and it you're again. dirty because you're on a mop stick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you're an emaciated your, person. Your feet are a bunch of little tentacles just coming out. <laughs> your hair is in dreads. Yeah, no. yeah, you're right, Zach. Nice, very skinny. Ding, ding your mop stick. Ding, ding. ding. All right, I like this one. Oi, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> this is really adding a lot to the game for this me. Helps a lot. Yeah. You're a gentleman of four outs. <laughs> <laughs> you're a gentleman of four outs. Four outs. Okay. It's a slutty dude <laughs> who just has four women at a time leaving his apartment. Oh, like they're out, out, out. like his uh, his oh, his flat. Very I good. like that. That's very good. Well, so four at a time. He's having foursomes every night. I love and he that. Sends them out one at a time. Old orgy gym. Orgy gym. Um, I'm <laughs> orgy thinking gym. orgy gym. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking that it's like. Three strikes, you're out, and then you took another one. You like oh. you're way out. You're way out. This like, guy you're assuming, is so you're assuming out. baseball exists. Maybe, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. I think maybe you like you fit. You fucked up so many times. You really, you really shat the bed. You really fucked up. Okay, I actually really like this one. So basically, the a gentleman of four outs, right? It's a guy who's who's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a gentleman, but the retort is like, yes, a gentleman of four outs, one that is. Without wit, without money, without credit, and without manners. Dude, I want to totally say that to somebody now. You're a gentleman of four outs. So you, you're just like a total fuck four strikes. You. That's you're, still four strikes, though. It's you're like, right. He's a fuck boy. He is a. Fuck. <laughs> 
We still say that. It's, it's basically just different. a fuckboy. Yeah. yeah, a gentleman of four outs is definitely a fuckboy. That's boy. like so polite. <laughs> you, sir, are a gentleman of four outs. Yeah, so next time room. you mean a fuckboy, tell him he's a gentleman of four or like, outs. Or like the kind of the turn on head like oh you're a triple threat you can't sing you can't dance you can't act <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. exactly yeah. <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> all right what's more dangerous than that <laughs> all right zach all right you sure are a dillberry maker <laughs> it's true a dillberry maker. whatever it you're is such a dillberry whatever maker. it is it's so true um a dillberry maker a dillberry maker Am I just like farting around? I'm just making a lot of toots <laughs> everywhere. I'm a flatulent boy. <laughs> flatulent boy. Robin, what do you think? Someone doesn't wipe properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, just, just t- constant it's a dysentery. Thing. It's a butt thing. It's a dysentery thing, and then he just doesn't wipe properly. Oh, and it's dysentery. <laughs> just, just, you just guys are, diuretic is pot. We're in the ballpark. The, you're in the ballpark. This for might sure. be my oh, first my point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's basically like a dillberry maker. A dillberry maker is basically your butthole. Oh, it's your butthole. So it's like, because you're making dillberries. So it's basically you're calling someone an asshole. An asshole. Dillberry maker. Dillberry. You're dillberry oh, maker. Oh, dillberry maker is way better than asshole. <laughs> yeah. All right, Robin, I'm giving you like two of the long ones, not even on purpose, but I love it. Mm. All right. Robin, you're the <laughs> voice admiral of the narrow seas. <laughs> so the, the, voice the voice at, or the vice admiral? I the, hope the vice admiral. The vice admiral. The vice, so not the admiral, the vice, vice admiral, admiral of the, of the narrow, narrow seas. Okay, the vice admiral. What are the narrow seas? The narrow seas are between. So okay, like a river, on. right? No. <laughs> like a river? Wait. I was just going to say the Mediterranean and the Red Sea. So I feel like this oh. is going to get racist. <laughs> it might. It's a very old insult. I feel so like it it's a racial slur. But it's like it's like it's like an underhand compliment. I don't know. It's like mm-hmm. a, okay, narrow sea. Oh, hmm. <laughs> You're an Italian pirate, and we don't respect <laughs> you. <laughs> you dirty Italian good. pirate. <laughs> I think that's gonna be right, but just in case, or it's Greek not. pilot, just in case whatever it's not. one. Um, <laughs> just in case it's not right. Maybe it's somebody who's <laughs> like, not. yeah, just in case. Just maybe it's somebody who's like self-important, like the king of nothing, sort of like oh, somebody. Oh God, that's know? so smart. He probably nailed that uh, one. I mean, that it's is that. such a fabulous guess. Yeah, but it's not. But that. it's not that. Uh, so it's okay. It's someone who can't hold their liquor. <laughs> that one's so clever. If somebody could break that down, deep what is so, Yeah, you had to be there for that. Basically, one. Yeah. the idea is like a drunken man <laughs> that pisses under the table, the narrow seat, into, <laughs> his, into his companion's shoes, <laughs> and he, that somehow it's basically so the person can't hold their liquor, so they're sitting at the table, they piss under the table on their friend's shoes, and that's how they got vice admiral. So, the, the and the seas. shoe is the boat. That's adorable. And the sea the is narrow the pants. Can you imagine pissed. a bunch of guys that are like, hey, you're the vice admiral of the narrow seas. You got piss in my <laughs> boot. How, how <laughs> you often, rascal. <laughs> how often were people getting so drunk that they pissed themselves um, that that phrase had to become hey, a thing? alcoholism eventually leads to pissing something <laughs> just because I just have alcoholism in my family. Oh, yeah. And I've heard Piss stories. Piss drunk is a phrase. Well, <laughs> now you've wow. got a couple, so you got a couple of vice admirals of the narrow seas in your family. <laughs> I fa- like it. Absolutely. <laughs> Hi, I'm Haley. Hi, Haley. And I'm a vice <laughs> admiral of the narrow seas. <laughs> That's it what makes, they should rename it. It makes the meetings a lot more fun, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do uh, one more. Great. Okay. This has been great. Um, Zachary. All right. Isaac, yeah, you oh, sure are a cupboard lover. 
<laughs> a, I'm a cupboard, cupboard lover. lover. Cupboard lover. Cupboard lover. A face only a cupboard could love. Um, <laughs> let's see. A cupboard lover. Cupboard lover. I'm loving the internal rhyme of cupboard lover. There's Me something too. really it nice. Really cupboard fun. lover. It's, it's cupboard very lover. fun to say. That it's weird a, uh, oh sound. Uh, uh, sound. Cupboard like cupboard a short uh sound. Cupboard lover. Cupboard, cupboard lover. Cupboard, cupboard lover. Cupboard lover. Cupboard lover. Cupboard lover. Cupboard cupboard lover. Cupboard cupboard lover. lover. Um, is it? Uh, a gay man somebody like, <laughs> like that's where my mind yeah, went it's like it's an anal sex gay, thing it's a small you gay man though. spit out my heart seltzer <laughs> yeah. it's a short gay man yeah. though because instead of a closet he's in a cupboard <laughs> <laughs> he's just a small I gay was thinking, man I thought the cupboard was the butt he's a but cub. I like yours better <laughs> he's a cub instead of a bear yes. you can just squeeze him he's a twink <laughs> oh both- man See, I, I, I I'm th- gonna say it's a game man. Great. See, I thought this would be a great misdirect because I I thought you both thought it would mean like gluttonous. Uh huh. I thought yeah, I thought that's actually what you guys would food. think. But it but it's not that. It's someone who's fake. <gasps> like if you're a cupboard lover, you're fucking fake. You're a fake fucking bitch. fake ass bitch. And it's because the saying comes from a person being nice to you with the sole intent of getting access to the food in your pantry. <sighs> Oh, I see. These fucking fake ass cupboard lovers. A cupboard lover, somebody Ooh, who's gonna sneak in I'm, and like. Th- th- someone's gonna who's gonna be like, oh Zach, you yeah. look so handsome. Can I'm, I come in? Come in? I'm definitely What's a cupboard lover. <laughs> I'm doing like, where's the snacks? Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. That type of person where somebody's like, oh, we better count the silver uh, before they come over. Exactly. Yeah, they're a cupboard, yeah, lover. They're a cupboard lover for I'm sure. A cupboard <laughs> lover. Yeah, I love all these terms. They're I'll very I'll good. send them all to you guys. I'm gonna start oh, using yeah. cupboard lover. I you should that. look up. William Shakespeare insults, they're great. I, yeah. I, I saw some of those. I wanted to find somewhere, because some of them you can kind of get, like, some of, like, yeah, obviously you can we guess know, some of them. We know, yeah, like, Rapscallion. Sure. We know all those. And then from context, you know but some. Some of them are outrageous. Yeah. yeah, but some of them I was like, uh, Vice Admiral of the Narrow good. Seas. That yes. one's brilliant. <laughs> That's very nobody good. nobody knew what the fuck that I was. I also want to challenge anybody listening to try and sneak those into conversation and then let us know how it went. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir. Or a gentleman of four outs. Yeah, and see how that happens. See how that works. Mm. Oh, use it in your next roast. Maybe. <laughs> you, work. Yeah, I wanna. I would love to go up dressed like that one kid that just only owns like nineteen twenties or nineteen eighteen hundreds clothing, yeah. and just be like, "You sir," <laughs> and just like, because that is something. That would be actually really funny if you explained ahead of time, like, by the way, because I know your whole thing, like, I... Yeah, what if I just acted really like I time-traveled? I don't <laughs> know. That's really good. I mean, because, like, for my ba- for my persona, I want to get more into being more like a, um, just like a larger-than-life, like, godlike character. Mm. But it's hard because it's like, everybody knows me as Robin Blake, you know? And it's like, uh, but I am all into delivery, but yes, I'd love to just be like, you... You vice admiral of the narrow sea. <laughs> that's maybe that's one of my favorite jokes God, of yours. Is where you're like people. It's it's like something like people think I'm a man, and you're like I'm no mere man. I'm a god. <laughs> yeah, because I have I get because because like right. I love that joke because it's like uh, I wrote it because I was like pe- I was getting offended when people would ask me, hey, so didn't you just take steroids? Cause you just want to be a man. You're a man deep down inside, and I'm like, no, I'm better than that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a goddess. <laughs> yeah, but I like saying God because it just sounds funny and then it leads into my Thor bit which doesn't always work but it's super fun yeah um, I feel like th- those are sometimes jokes that I'm surprised work in cis spaces mm-hmm. because a lot of people aren't aware that if you take enough steroids it makes your clitoris grow mm. mm-hmm. and I have a whole joke about that uh, 
but fuck, they love it. They just love here. They love here. Massive clit. They love that. Yeah, they yeah. love the way that sounds. Yeah, <laughs> they that. It's almost as good as covered lover. If you say <laughs> massive clitoris, so with like a deep like voice, massive it just clitoris. it is funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I'm m- actually, m- m- massive clitoris. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's the, that's the radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sunday, 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 Sunday. <laughs> massive. <laughs> massive but clitoris I, is the name of my well, monster yeah. truck. <laughs> oh, that's. I just, but I appreciate it's covered that you lover in the massive clitoris <laughs> coming that's, live. That should be your guys' next intro. That's our, ne- that's our next album. Hi, I'm. <laughs> Hi, I'm a covered lover, and I'm massive clitoris. <laughs> and we're not we're, together. That's uh, so sweet. So we we kind of got to the end of our show, and at this point now, you get to uh, just throw it all back at us uh, and ask us any question that you've. You know, usually it's, it's you know, we are not usually anymore because we have a lot of queer people. We've kind of gotten rid of the straight guy, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, our, our token straight guy thing, we're like, They'll eh. be back every so often. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, so you get uh, any sort of unfiltered question that you want and we'll answer it judgment free. Yeah. How do you guys um, approach people in a not an exclusively queer space if you're like, because I know you guys are both dating someone seriously, but yeah. prior to that, I had a really hard time when I came out because I had been thinking, like I spent, I dated a man for three years and the whole time I just wanted to start dating women and I um, had trouble because like he said, okay, yeah, go talk to girls, but it was always like, but you know, he's my boyfriend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, go date girls, but I mean, I'm your boyfriend, right, you know, because right. there were days where like I, I did start dating a girl while I was dating him and it was really hard and then it taught me, okay, I need to be single to really, because I really like women, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when I came out, I thought, all right, where are the chicks at? Where yeah. are they, why are they all knocking on and my door? Crickets. I look gay oh, yeah. as where fuck. Where are they at? Yeah, yeah, and this is after like being single for like six months. And I just struggled. And I had no game. And I was like, fuck, like, because I'm a butch, I got to have more game or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, how do I approach women? And then I, um, I just wonder, like, how did you guys cope with that weird period of like figuring out how to approach women and then how or men and how to deal with <laughs> yeah. like um people of the same gender sex where how do you deal with like that like not knowing yeah yeah because sometimes you meet someone who's gay you're not sure and you think well they're gay okay yeah. i'm gay that doesn't mean we're gonna end up together right right so it's like how like i mean i feel like i'm finally getting to that point Mm-hmm. Where people sense that I'm not as insecure because, mm-hmm. like, the girl I've been talking to, she was attracted to me and she didn't even know what my gender was. Right. She didn't know yeah. what I was born as. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't. She didn't care. It was crazy. And she wasn't like a pansexual. Like, a, like she wasn't like outly, outwardly like talking about being pansexual or anything. She's like very appears cis straight and doesn't really talk about all that stuff. So I was like, it caught me off guard yeah. when she was like, "I like you." And it wasn't like a bi curious, beer curious right. adventure. And it was beer like beer curious. I love that term. Cool. That's great. I mean, awful, you know what I but mean. Great. Like when, when yeah. you know when when yeah. And I, you know, if I drink enough, I'll date a dude. I, I'll I went to college. Dude. I had a lot of beer curiosity thrown at me. <laughs> it's for sure. normal, right? Yeah. It's normalized. But I guess what I'm just curious, like, how did you guys deal with like the? There's two types of rejection, right? There's the rejection of like someone who's gay doesn't right, want doesn't, doesn't like you, you yeah. which is great because especially the sooner they speak up the better because then you're like right. oh we're gonna be buds great. right right my the signal i usually get is let's go be wing women 
Yeah, well, yeah. I'll be your wingwoman. All right. I'm like, okay, so this person doesn't want to date me. All right, yeah, that's how yeah. I take it. And then it's like, then the other one is like, I don't like women. Yeah. I don't like men. And I just, I haven't even been brave enough to just, because fl- it always feels like when you flirt with a straight person, they'll just keep it going until oh, yeah. it's obvious that it's right. not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's, but it's, I always feel like it's never obvious. And I'm like, are they just attracted to me or we just have chemistry as friends? Like, how yeah. do you guys deal with that? It's, it was really hard. Like, honestly, and for a long time, I was averse to like Tinder. Like, I was like, I would love to meet someone out in the wild, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. And, and so that was like my plan. And that's what I did literally up until like I met Stephanie, basically. Um, and you're, you're right, because it's like, okay, I'm single now. Like, I would go be in a relationship, and then I'd get out, and I'd be like, okay, I'm single now. Let's do this. Time to get out there. And then you'd be like, crickets, crickets, hello? Well, yeah, you know? you Where go is out, everybody? You go yeah. out, hello, and you're just hello, like, hello. who? Yeah. I don't I don't know who to talk to. Yeah. I mean, the obvious answer is gay clubs, queer, right. queer sure. spaces. Yeah, because I generally, I don't like to necessarily, I mean, I'll go out and I'll see people that I might be attracted to, but the, I never go like, it's, it's, it's hard to just go like, oh, that guy's definitely gay. I mean, you maybe try and like throw them some eyes and maybe they look back at you. But I'm when I'm like not in a queer space, I'm so like, you know, I'm in a queer space. I'll hold co- eye contact. But when I'm not, I immediately look away because I don't want them to think I'm a weirdo. Like if, if they are straight, um, I don't want to, you know, if I'm at the gym, I don't want them to right. go all aggro and <laughs> like, you know, make well, a scene. A, that is. A, um, yeah. Yeah. That is another thing, like, with that gay men, like, because I've definitely, like, kind of given women, uh, or tried to give them eyes, maybe, from across, when I was single, obviously, like, from across the room or something. I just give them my eyes. But, (laughs) just plop them out and throw them at them. There you go. But, (laughs) at the same time, I'm never afraid of... If if there's an adverse reaction from that, it's not going to become an altercation. It's like, not. Be, it's it's yeah. never going to be an altercation. I guess my problem is I've never had an adverse reaction to me flirting with a woman, and then I always find out that they they don't like women. Mm-hmm. But I'm, and I'm not saying like, it's okay to like the attention because yeah. I like attention yeah. from men. Uh, I I like when gay men flirt with me. I like when straight men flirt with me. I like when somebody that I find that I like I like when somebody I'm not interested in being with is flirting with me because it's just fun to flirt. Right. I don't hate on that, but it's just that I just would feel so lonely when people say, "Yeah, we're gonna go out, we're gonna meet people," and it's like you're gonna meet people because mm-hmm. even at the gay clubs, yeah. I'd be like, "Okay, all these girls have relationships. Right. They brought their girlfriend to this gay club." Yeah. And I, I think it was the times I was going out more. It was like my lifestyle just didn't fit with that. Yeah. And it's also so loud, and it usually ends up in a hookup, and you never see that person again. Right. Because I did have that happen, yeah. which was like fine, but it's also not as good. No. I mean, that's is why I turned to like online. I am very fortunate right. that there are you like can set it up. yeah that there are like gay male spaces like in abundance in LA like you know they're that or not in abundance but they exist you know yeah, and there are yeah. enough of them um I have you know taken a couple people like home once or twice from bars it's never become anything longer than that the the my best yeah. success was this is not like a big yeah down really <laughs> no right yeah which is fine yeah which is fine I didn't go there for that but my best success has always been like through like friends and parties and stuff like that and I've talked we've talked about this at length um, I feel yeah. like that's a big yeah. thing because I I met 
who I met somebody at That's So Gay. Did you? Yeah. Through Facebook. That's a great space. Uh, and she has a partner, but she's polyamorous. Fun. And she was interested in dating me. And I still need to go on a date with her. That's awesome. But yeah. it's also like, but then, like I said, the person I'm talking to right now, she's a friend of a friend. And it taught me, don't ever assume. She just, I read her as straight. And then I read her as like probably a straight girl who only wants a cis man. Yeah. But then she liked me and I just thought that wasn't possible. Yeah. Just like just my small little brain, you know, yeah. me not believing in myself and not believing in the well, universe. You, you, how long you said you've been out for two years? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I've, I've been out as bi. I, I came out as bi in 2014. Okay. So everybody, I've always been, I've been queer for like a while now. Yeah. It's just that. I didn't allow myself to join the queer community until my ex and I broke up. Got my ex-boyfriend gotcha. broke up with me two years ago. So this, Because you were in a hetero-presenting relationship. Yeah. We hear about that so much. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he was so supportive. It's just that I remember people would say, why don't you go to the Queer Resource Center you know, in LA? I'm like, first of all, I live in Pomona. That's 40 miles away. <laughs> and I'd be like, why would I go there? I don't have any problems. It's also it's not a dating <laughs> right. scene. Yeah, it, yeah, 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 it's not a, like, you don't need resources. <laughs> right. You need, like, I think it's because they thought I, I needed to transition. <laughs> These oh. are people. Oh. This is before I was even questioning my gender, and they thought I needed estrogen because <laughs> I was taking so many steroids that yeah. I was masculinized. Mm. Yeah. So people thought I was just, you know, a trans woman just doing the the clothing and the and the pronoun thing, like the social transition, and not really interested in hormones yet. They're like, yeah, you should go to the LGBT center; they can help you out. It's like, no, listen, I'm taking male hormones yeah. right now. Like, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Also, the thing is, there's plenty of people, trans people, who don't take hormones or don't you yep. know like you still valid yeah, still, it's, yeah. Absolutely. it's very hard for some people to understand but i'm and that's i mean i'm and not don't take, even want to i'm either. not taking like, anything yeah, yeah. and i just i have a mustache that just is what it is <laughs> and i am embracing my like natural androgyny and i don't feel the need to go on hormones yet but it's yeah i don't think that anybody should feel just because even if they are binary they shouldn't have to take yeah. that but i digress I just what's right for you. Yeah, exactly. But I it just, is yeah. hard. Like online was helpful to me because it's also like like you said there's a vetting process there where you can be like you can figure out what a, the other person what the other people are looking for sure. and what and and just be like do your needs match my needs or does your are you looking for what I'm looking for? Do your, yes, yes. Do your knees also, match my knees? Also, <laughs> do our knees, our knees, do our knees match? match? <laughs> do our knees sitting match? Down, do our knees down. interlock? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, and that's what lesbian sex is. That is what lesbian. Finally, <laughs> finally we've defined explained it. it. <laughs> it's so easy. Why is it so hard for people it's to so understand? Hard. It's not that complicated. <laughs> Their knees interlock like a gear. You. I'm sorry, but you are not the bee's knees for me. That's what that means. That's why we call yeah. it the bee's, bee's knees. knees. If honey comes out, there's then a bee you are. in the word lesbian. If honey comes out, time to <laughs> make some toast. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh man, that's a match. Anyway, like we said, sponsored. <laughs> that's by... why it's called Bumble. <laughs> oh! oh my god! <laughs> we, guys, why are we talking like we get, like we're stoned? Like. <laughs> It is hot in here. Hot in this recording room. I feel good though. Um, High on heat. In fact, uh, I think it's about time to kind of wrap this whole yeah, like carnival up. Whatever this is, (laughs) y'all gotta pack up and go the next town. Yeah, Uh, I got my bindle. Before we go, is there a, a phrase that you didn't use on your list that you can give us? Uh yeah, I've got I've got. I'd love to hear one. God, you know me so well. You're overprepared. Wow, you guys are cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> so con- you're so connected. Like, All right, this is a brains quick one. Brains are one yeah. brain. Uh, you both are total sauce boxes. <laughs> uh, is it a, that is a no drunk? truer statement. <laughs> is it, is it a dr- like a, do you drink? Is it, it is not. Somebody who drinks? Oh. Well, I saw you. Oh, okay. Sauce. I was just going <laughs> to. Oh, we're saucy, maybe. I was going to say I'm saucy. <laughs> I'm a sassy. I'm a box of sass. Sassy? I'm going to open there? a can of whoop sass on you. <laughs> <laughs> that is close. It is a bold or forward person. I yeah. love that. Sauce box. You sauce box. box. That's my favorite word now. Yeah. That's what I call my little lady down there. That's my sauce box. <laughs> my sauce box. You, you want to see my sauce box? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get up inside my hey. sauce box? <laughs> oh, my. I do. Um, right. God, I love you, sauce boxes. Oh, my gosh. I love you. You're a sauce box yourself. I this think is from, a, it's a trio of sauce well, boxes. Well, it takes one to know one. <laughs> that's the best, That's the best. Uh, man, it's the best use of the short va- oh, vowel sound, sauce box. Sauce, sauce box, yes. also good. Uh, uh. Cupboard lover, sauce Cupboard box. Lover, sauce Cup- box. Cupboard, Cupboard lover, sauce box. box. Cupboard lover, sauce box. Cupboard lover, sauce box. I can't even do it. You it's guys are great. Do it at home. Um, <laughs> Uh, Send us videos. Covered lover sauce Send box. Covered lover sauce box. Videos. That's so fun to say. Covered lover is. sauce. That's box. gonna be a new my new warm up before I go on stage. Covered lover sauce Cupboard box. Covered lover sauce box. <laughs> Covered lover sauce box. I'm Covered <laughs> lover sauce box. Uh, Robin, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bomb Robin. B O M B R O B Y N. Bomb Excellent. Robin, bomb Robin, bomb Robin, yeah, and then we'll make that into an improv game for sure. That's, that's yeah, uh, it's the new zip zap zap. It's like the new yeah. zip zap zap. It's a bomb Robin, bomb Robin, cover Robin, sauce box. That's a nightmare. <laughs> that is a nightmare. Right. Oh boy, uh, where and, can we be found? Oh, uh, we can be found on Instagram at Not Together Podcast, on Twitter at Not Together Cast, on the Book Day Faces. <gasps> Oh, oh the book up. de face. Um, people oh, je, je. <laughs> j'aime Facebook. le book de face. Just uh, go ahead and Google uh, We're Not Together. You should be able to find us. Easy. That's and a great, yeah, it's a great name. Yeah, Zach, where can people email us? Oh, man, Brant, if you want to email us <laughs> that, uh, that 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 consent form, that would be great. Mm. Uh, and anyone else can uh, email us at nottogetherpodcast at gmail.com. We love getting messages from you guys, and we are very responsive. Yeah. Um, be our pen pals. We love that. Pal, and use more, use pal. He's yeah, pal. pal. Yeah. These are good neutral. That's actually a good pal pro, folks. Pro, a non-binary NB pro tip. Nice is pals, uh-huh. folks. Uh, but is fine. mortals. <laughs> mortals. You have to differentiate from the gods and the mortals. Gods Muggles. And Muggles. True. And yeah. but I definitely I like pal and folks. Those are my two favorites. They're folks very, is great. They're very. It's like all the old people will love you. And on the you know, yeah plus side, you seem charming as hell. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so guys yeah, uh, that's accurate yes you oh. seem charming no I was just gonna say uh, thanks for listening yeah. all you sauce boxes I love you all so much <laughs> um, and once again I'm Haley aka and Discount Chelsea Peretti I'm Zach uh, Barbican Bin Chris Evans <laughs> and we're, we're not, not together. together bye Thank guys you. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pelliccione. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months.